Hello, everyone. Craig Dunkerley here, and welcome to the Beyond Growth Show. I'm here with the always lovely Claudia Harvey. Hello, everybody, and hello, Craig. How are you? I'm very good, thank you, Claudia. How are you doing today? I'm excellent, thank you. And for everyone just tuning in, the Beyond Growth Podcast is a podcast for everyone who wants to increase their wealth and success. Craig and I are business owners and investors that share our insights into building wealth, and we introduce you to expert guests. We use the three pillars of possibility, which include emotional support, business strategy, and financial understanding to help our listeners and viewers with their own personal goals. And who is our guest today, Craig? Well, thank you for asking. Our guest today is Canadian stand-up comedian, Jean-Paul. And he's amazing, hilarious, grounded, funny. I'm really looking forward to having him on the show. And he was the MC for the 21st anniversary of the Nanaimo African Heritage Society Virtual Gala. And I know for a fact that he, COVID hit and he put his name out into the, into the world and said, just use me if you want to have a really, really great virtual event. And that's what they did. And from that, we learned about him and had him on our show today. Yes, and you're right, Claudia. And we also had the founder and president, Shalima Gant, as our guest last month. Yes, she was a wonderful, wonderful guest. So um, let's talk about comedy. But before we do, don't forget to like and subscribe our YouTube and Spotify channel, and please comment and click the bell for any updates to the videos. Yes, and before we continue, let's start off with something positive. Okay, so uh, this is positive. I find it kind of funny, but so tomorrow is actually Make Life Beautiful Day. Yes, there is a day called that. And I can't think of a better way to make our life more beautiful than filling it with laughter. Yeah, so true. It's also really important to find the little things in life that make our days wonderful. I think you're right. Even if it's just holding a thought or an intention, just something a few seconds of the day. Um, I personally like to think about a, a gratitude and what makes me happy in the day. Speaking of well-being, let's bring on John Paul and hopefully he'll give us a dose or two of some laughter. Hey, John, how are you? I'm good. Hey, Claudia. Hey, I, Craig. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us. It's going to be a, an amazing show, and hopefully you bring some levity to our listeners and viewers. I agree. I hope so, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really looking forward to it. It's always good to have a little bit of comedy around you now and then, right? Laughter is always good. Laughter is actually, I find laughter is extremely key to life. Gotta laugh at things, right? Uh, if you don't, uh, you're gonna cry. So um, my, my motto is actually, I'm just trying to save the world one joke at a time. And that's how, how powerful I think comedy is. It's literally going to save the world, so. Awesome. Yeah, I think I would agree 100% with that with John Paul. So why don't we get right into it? And why don't you tell us, how did you get into comedy? Uh, I've always been into comedy. I've always loved it. I, as, as a kid, uh, I, knew, I knew I had a natural, ability and a natural talent to make people laugh and not even just my friends but even like adults like I knew that at an early age kind of thing um and I was I've always gravitated towards comedy and stand-up comedy and comedy on tv and and all that kind of stuff you know some of my favorite shows growing up were like Little Rascals, Gilligan's Island you know all those kind of stuff you know Slapstick, um, Laurel and Hardy um and this is like old school old school you know what I mean so I don't expect some of the the, the younger viewers to know know who I'm talking about but I but it, it wasn't, I didn't have one style, but I've, I've literally always been just a fan and a student of, of all forms of comedy. Well, there's, there's certainly different genres to comedy, mm -hmm. oh, right? Sure. Like, as you mentioned, Laurel and Hardy and the Rascals and um, 
do you find that, well, so let's talk about genres for a minute. Like, did you, did you particularly fall into a specific genre? Ah, uh, no. Um, I, I subscribe to the, to the Bruce Lee Jeet Kune Do, um, you know, style. It's a little bit of everything, you know, there's no master to my style. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm into whatever, whatever feels good coming out of my mouth. You know, it could be political, it could be blue, it could be relationship, it could be puns, it could be, I, I, I just try to represent myself in the moment. You know, I don't, I don't consider myself a this comic or a this comic. I consider myself funny. And that's, right. that's, that's, that's all I need. Um, and did you, do you find that comedy's changed over the years? Yeah, and I hope it would, you know. Um, I don't think comedy changing necessarily means that comedy has changed. I just think there's different, you know, different looks to it now, you know. Like, we've gone from, you know, picture comedy to radio comedy to TV comedy to club comedy to social media comedy um, to, you know, just some some people are, are considered themselves woke comics. Some people consider themselves, you know, not PC, you know, that yeah. kind of stuff. So, um, I just, I just would prefer everyone to at least whatever you choose, whatever style you choose, just be honest to yourself and be honest to the, to the comedy. Cause I, I think comedy as an art deserves that respect. So right. that's it. Right. Yeah. I know that in like past years, you know, you got the Laurel and Hardys, you had the Three Stooges. Mm -hmm. The Abbott and Costello. Abbott and Costello. Correct, yeah, yeah. And I think those, that kind of comedy is very innocent, right? I think today's generation and today's world is, is either more fast-paced or more sophisticated. I don't know. But I, the world's also changed. The world isn't even yeah. remotely close to what it was back in those Laurel and Hardy. That's when, when life was good, you know? That's before telephones and before, you know, internet and before Wi-Fi and access to, that everyone had access to an opinion and, and thought that people should care about what you tweet to somebody, you know what I mean? That, that was when people lived life and had their own experiences and, and didn't need a life influence influencer you know you know what an influencer was in my day uh my parents with a belt that was that was the, uh, that was the only influencer in my house you know what I mean so um but yeah it, it's just that people have lots of choices and the problem with choices is sometimes people choose the wrong ones but hey your life you know yeah and what kind of stand-up comedy do you do do you do stand-up comedy I do yeah that's, that's my that's all I do it's my bread and butter well I won't say it's all I do but it's my bread and butter it's it's my uh it's my full-time gig my nine to five uh I again I, I talk about I talk about me uh I also sometimes sprinkle little messages in there that's you know for people to think about you know to, to kind of remind them that you know life is about perspective you know while I try to remove you know you from any type of negative thing you know for for however long I'm on stage if I'm on stage for half hour hopefully I can make you forget about whatever problems you have and you can get a laugh and you can leave a little more a little lighter uh, with a little more positive energy that's all that's all I'm trying to do so that's my comedy my comedy is is uh is just kind of exchange of, of energy and um yeah it's pretty much it and yeah. and laughs i'm very funny actually yeah i, I think <laughs> it, actually it, it's wonderful you know watching uh, uh comedy comedics in the uh, movies or in a show and mm -hmm. what have you but it, it's fabulous when you go to a live event say, oh it's nothing like it or something like that so i i need to ask because i think most people <laughs> walk into a, a yuck yucks or or a live um comedy event and say uh should i sit in the front row or not <laughs> So are, are you the type of person that somebody should worry about sitting in the front row? I'm the type of person. So I'm not, 
I'm not one of those guys who comes out and immediately goes for people. I love building relationships. So right. if I'm hosting or if I'm doing the show, I talk to people and then things just come out of that. I don't try to embarrass anybody. But for me, it doesn't matter if you're in the front row or in the third row or in the eighth row. If I can see you, you're fair game. There are no rows. You know, it's it's all metaphysical. There are no rows in comedy, you know, or in my comedy anyway. So but um, but if you do are thinking about sitting in front, just know that the likelihood of getting struck by lightning every single time is uh, is pretty high. The percentage is pretty high. <laughs> That's all you need to know. So, yeah. I'm not saying don't do it. I'm just saying as long as and you know. I, I have to. I have to. Following up on Craig, what he's saying, I have to ask: Do you actually see people and they're like, "Don't pick me"? Don't. Pick oh yeah, me. for sure. And for then sure. you pick them. Oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> Because that, I think that's where good comedy comes out of. Good comedy comes out of tension, right? And I think once you uh, alleviate or relieve that person of whatever the tension is, and they loosen up slightly, then 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 we've made a connection, and then we have something, you know. So and it's not me again. I'm not the I try to embarrass you guy. I I if you start with me, I'll start with you. But I like to actually genuinely and genuinely know about people because I think. When you when you do that in an audience, it connects everybody and it right. puts everybody on the same level, right? So so then you feel like you're part of something. And that's all I want comedy to be. I want comedy to be inclusive, not exclusive. And that's again, this is just me. Yeah. So I can't speak for any other comedians, but I, I love laughing. I love seeing people laugh. And I love seeing people laugh together of any different denominations, color, gender you know, whatever it is, you know, I love seeing everybody included in that laughter. It feels great. It's a powerful yeah. thing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's it's quite interesting. You can go to different type of shows. You can go to a, a show like a, a Carrot Top, who is just like mm -hmm. one off one liners, just flip, mm -hmm. flip, 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 and you're just laughing the whole through. Mm -hmm. Or like you say, a comedian who actually is engaging the audience, mm -hmm. bringing the audience into the show, which, you know, brings everybody into it. And, and just, it starts to make you, you, you really feel the jokes, feel the comedy because you're you're actually a part of it, even if you're not the one uh, in the communication with the person on stage like yourself. That's why I think the the term you had to be there sometimes really is you had to be there. You know what I mean? Because you had to experience the the exchange. You know, it was like and I went to the show and the guy said this. He's like, that, that's that's not funny, man. You had to be there, bro. You had to be there. So uh, that's why sometimes being there is really, really, truly important. You know, because you make that connection as 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 human beings, which is awesome. Can I ask you about the business? of being a comedian that no you can't my podcast i've always been curious about watching the comedians up on stage and the lifestyle pre-covid that you mm -hmm. must lead to actually make a living how much travel do you have to do how much how much management of the business do you have to do um, a lot. And again, for me, uh, it depends on, I think it really depends on the individual. For me, I'm, I'm conscious of what's truly important to me. Perspective is a hell of a thing for me. Um, I'm, I'm uh, happily married with two beautiful kids. And the thing is, I wanted to balance that and not sacrifice my personal relationships. Uh, while comedy is what I do and love and adore, and it's my passion, it will always be. Um, comedy is not who I am. 
I'm more than my comedy. My 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 true legacy. Uh, while I would love it to be comedy, I want it to be my kids and and you know the fact that people you know look to oh he's a good guy, he's, you know, he's a good husband and whatever. And I'm not saying everybody's got to be married. I'm just saying it as in yeah. relation to my life. So the the solace I've taken in in it being different now is that I get to be home and I do have I still have a great relationship with my wife and my kids and and I I'll never get this time again ever I'll never be able to say that I've been home with my family I never say I'm stuck at home because yes. again change the narrative right and I, I don't feel stuck I still get to go golfing I still get to you know go for bike rides and do whatever it is I want to clear the mind and everybody's going through this it's not just you it's not just you know I mean it's not just Craig it's not just Claudia it's not just JP um everybody you know so for me I'm I'm happy in 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 the rest because I know once things open back out I know for sure that the world is going to go crazy yeah. craving everything from music to comedy to painting to restaurants to movies to so everyone's just going to be go 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 and what i will always be able to to sit and be like ah oh, that year was it was a good year i got to spend it with you know and all right let's tell some jokes so i don't know if that answered any of your questions <laughs> but i do miss the traveling i miss the traveling but i don't miss it at the same time but i know it's coming so at the same time i'm i'm just kind of resting up for it do you have specific clubs that you become a part of that the club atmosphere and and they book you a lot and people come specifically to those clubs and that becomes like your home club um i don't necessarily have a home club you know a lot a lot of comedians have clubs that they hate and oddly enough i always find the club and, and and again i'm not trying to put any cities down or whatever but people sometimes don't like going to hamilton because you know they're working class and they might be you know something that they, they could say oh they don't listen or they're not into the nuance of the or whatever uh, and for me again i enjoy connecting with an audience and i always know once once i break the barrier and we find commonality then they're like, all right, cool. I want to hear what else this guy has to say on stage, right? So I just, I just, wherever I go, I try to find the commonality in in people. And sometimes you will, and sometimes you won't. And, and when you don't, I just don't take it personally. But I love, I love Ottawa. Ottawa is one of my favorite cities to perform in. Montreal, for sure. Um, Halifax made me a huge fan of of not just the city, but the people and the culture. You know, Vancouver's great. And, and what I love about them is they all have different personalities. Like every city has a, a different comedic personality, you know, and it's awesome. It's, it's, it's really, it's really cool. Toronto downtown club, one of my favorites. I feel most at home in Toronto, I think, because when you're in Toronto, I don't have to explain anything. You know, it's, it's multicultural, it's cosmopolitan, it's a world-class city. You know, I'm not saying any other cities aren't, but I'm, I get to be myself. I don't have to explain myself in, in Toronto. I just get to speak and be myself. Whereas sometimes in another city, I kind of have to, cause people hate Toronto and, you know, I try to, <laughs> I try right. to temper that down first before, you know. Well, we are the center of the universe, right? So uh, that's, that's what I tell them, but nobody, <laughs> nobody believes it. Nobody wants to hear it. So Jean-Paul, you talked about, you know, cities, you, you like cities, you maybe don't like in cities you love. Do you find that when you go into a city, it's, it's a different type of person from one area to the next. Do you go into that adjusting your show before you even get started knowing the mentality or the, the culture of the people who are in that particular city, do you go in already adjusted or do you go in, feel it out and it just flows from there? I think I go more with the second one. I know, I know 
sometimes to what to kind of expect, but I don't want to pre predetermine, you know, how I'm going to approach it. I still want to be myself. And then uh, I, thankfully, I have enough experiences that I can make adjustments. I've been doing it long enough that I can, as, as I tell, you know, the younger comics, you got to learn to read the defense, you know, yeah. and, and it's a lot of sports analogies with me sometimes, you know, and once you learn to play the defense, and I can call an audible. And it's like, that might not have been the play I was originally going to go with. But you know what? The, the linebacker broke through and I had to like scramble to the left and, you know, throw with my other hand, you know, so that, that's basically what happens. And those are, and those are some of the best nights because it keeps you honest and it keeps you in the moment and it keeps your instinct, your instincts sometimes is what you rely on. And I don't think enough in this day and age that people trust their instincts anymore. I think it's hard to trust your instincts. I, I think, you know, I think you, you really have to find strength in, and who you are and what you can deliver. And I think, it, it, first of all, being on stage is nerve wracking for a lot of people, but then Number having one to, fear and people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then having to dodge and figure out the audience and stuff. I think that'd be, I think that'd be super duper hard. So it's, it's hard, but it's all I know. It's, it's all I know. And, um, and I've, I've been doing it long enough. I know how to, to, uh, I, I I'm basically, good at making those adjustments. And I'm, I'm hugely proud of myself. Um, you know, it's one of the yeah, things that I commend myself for. Yeah, yeah, sure. I'll keep going. I'll keep it's, going. It's, it's one, of, um, one of the things I commend myself uh, of having that ability to, to be able to roll with the punches and, and, you know, be malleable. Do you have preparation, 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 or do you wing it? Basic, like, do you create a, a kind of a topic and then start winging it? Or how much do you prepare Okay, it's out. a combination of both. And depending upon where I am and depending upon what jokes I have, I always say my number one rule in, in either case, whether I prepare or stay in the moment, my number one rule for myself is know what you're going to open with and know what you're going to close with. Okay. And, any, and anything else for me can fall in between, right? So if the situation changes, then I can change. But at least I have a destination that I'm trying to get to. So if I ever get way too much in trouble, I know to, all right, throw this joke, throw this joke, this joke, close, thank you, good night. Ah, you know? good. So that's, ah, that's just my thing. No one I'm going to open with and no one I'm going to close with. Those well, are that's interesting. parameters for me. Yeah, yeah, because in business, um, I, my first entrepreneurial business, I went into knowing the end game what I wanted at the, at the end and then reverse back engineer and, okay. you know, you know, dodge and, and move throughout yeah. the years. But so kind of the same kind of formula. Yeah. 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 Very cool. And, and how has social media, <laughs> how has social media changed uh, the comedy genres and the lifestyle? Uh, it's, it's, it's changed it hugely, you know, like, like anything that is, is considered a disruptor. Um, it, it causes, you know, it causes, uh, chaos. And then sometimes then, then chaos, you, you figure out a way to contain it and it, you know, it's not as crazy anymore. So I think what it's done is made things more accessible, but at the same time, uh, I think it's made it too accessible. And, and I think what's, uh, what I'm fear of is that things become disposable. And I would hate for comedy to become disposable. I would hate for people to, to not have the attention span to listen to a story because they only consume things in a minute clip or a 30 second clip or a 15 second clip because that's all, you know, Instagram allows or that's all, you know, whatever, you know, 280 characters on, yeah. on thing, you know what I mean? So I want people to still be able to focus 
on on language and delivery and subtlety and all that kind of stuff but but again i'm speaking as someone who grew up in that generation of having to you know so uh, i don't want to be the you kids and you're not focusing i don't want to be that guy so i also <laughs> still have to learn to be able to adapt and continue to evolve and that's my whole thing as far as, as being a comedian all i continue to try to do is evolve um to stay relevant you know because once you're not relevant then you're donald trump <laughs> you, Donald Trump, oh dear. <laughs> you didn't say that out loud did you so so um Jean-Paul you know you, you were sharing a little bit of of how, what you do and 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 what keeps you going there if someone was actually starting out as a stand-up comedian what would the initial tips be that you would give them uh, put your ego somewhere far and lock it away because this is not a business for the faint or the soft or those easily hurt by words. Um, if it's one thing uh, that I think makes comedy so tough is it's probably one of the only arts of all of it's I think it's the hardest art, but oddly enough, it's the art that anybody thinks that they can do. Everyone thinks because they're funny, they can be a comedian. You know what I mean? No one ever looks at a saxophonist and goes, man, I could probably pick that up and learn how to do that. You know, I could probably pick those drums up real quick, but everyone who thinks they're funny thinks that they can be a comedian. And it's not the same thing. Being funny for your friends and people that have a reference point to who you are and your personality and your character. And I'm not saying you're not funny, but people have a background you know information on you but to go up cold not having any connection with anyone and try to prove to people why they should have paid money to listen to you is a hell of a thing and if you're going to do it be passionate about it uh be prepared to do the work be prepared to do the work again and again and again and again so it's called a comedy routine because you got to do it over and over and over and over so but and the most what have fun and enjoy the ride yeah interesting you say that you have to put the ego aside because I actually think that if you're successful with anything, anything, be it uh, a nurse to a comedian, to a business owner, to anything that you want to develop your life in, you should put the ego aside. I agree. I think what happens is the bigger you get, it's, it's, it's a bit of a, a, the endorphins rush. It's a bit of, you know, you, you yeah. get all caught up in it. And people go through something I call social, um, social atrophy. And they, they forget how to think. And, you know, because they're so used to people saying, you're great, you're great. And yes, and yes, that you, you, you lose focus on how to talk to real people. And, and that's something I never, ever want to lose. You know what I mean? So I always want to be able to connect with people because that's the beauty of life is connecting with people. So I love it. Right. I love it. That's great. Right. That's great. Right. And do you, are you, you must be on social media yourself. So how can people find you on social media? Uh, go to my IG page, uh, hilarious dude. No, it's kidding. Uh, <laughs> at Jean Paul comedy is, is my IG. And, and the reason I always like to send people to my IG is probably the more honest, um, and my Facebook, if you catch me on Facebook, I, I write some pretty funny things and Twitter as well, but they're all the same Jean Paul comedy. Um, but, uh, the IG, you get a pretty decent idea of what my life looks like, you know, professionally, personally, spiritually, socially, that kind of good stuff. So, uh, yeah, it's always pretty interesting. And I like taking pictures. I like capturing moments. So, and that's what comedy is for me, capturing moments. That's awesome. So it's Jean Paul, it's J E A N K A U L comedy. At, at Jean Paul comedy at, on every social media platform. Awesome. Awesome. Where do you see yourself going in the next couple of years? 
Uh, hopefully to Bali. Uh, get one of those huts <laughs> over the water and uh, look at fish swimming underneath while I eat fresh fruit in the sun. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, you know what? Uh, I, I hope to, to, I have a bunch of projects uh, that I'd love to do and I know it's going to take time to be able to do all of them because uh, I can't do them all at once. But, you know, at once I'd like to start a, a comedy record label um, in the Caribbean, you know, because there's a lot of, of, you know, that genre is, is underrepresented and I'd love to be able to give them a voice and, and have that be part of my legacy as someone, you know, originally from the island of Trinidad and Tobago. Um, you know, podcasts as well. Uh, I'd like to, to put together hopefully a script for a movie at some point to hopefully get that optioned and, and uh, more comedy, more creating more comedy and, and just uh, making the world a better place, saving the That's, world one joke at a time. <laughs> um, Jean-Paul, it has been an absolute pleasure. I, oh, now thank you. you are in, I didn't know this until you came onto our show, you're in Ajax and I'm in, I'm in central Toronto. I'm Toronto, the okay. center of the universe, Toronto. And, but I truly look forward to seeing you when we can finally get out to clubs and get out and about. Um, I am really looking forward to seeing you in person and live and, and on stage. Oh, thank you. I'm hilarious and way more charming in person. So, uh, <laughs> it'll be, it'll definitely be a treat. So. <laughs> well, thank you. I'm kidding. Thank you so much, John Paul, for joining us. I usually close with a closing quote. So Jean Paul, do you have a personal quote that you like to quote to people? I'm going to throw it out there first. And if not, I have a quote. Uh, hang on. I'll tell you, it's going to sound lame, but. Oh, never. So the quote is, is from one of my personal heroes, uh, Bruce Lee. And um, it's, it's the be water, you know, it's, it's the long one where it's basically, hang on. It's uh, empty your mind, be formless, shapeless, like water. You put water into a cup, it becomes the cup. You put water into a bottle, it becomes the bottle. You put it into a teapot, it becomes the teapot. Now water can flow or it can crash. Be water, my friend. And that's usually what my quote is for everybody. Just be water, my friend. Be water. Love it. And that was from Bruce Lee. Correct. Awesome. Thank you for sharing. Thank you so much. Thank everybody, you. it has been my pleasure having Jean-Paul on with us today. And I wish everyone well, and please remember to like, comment, and subscribe to our podcast channel. If you're watching us on YouTube, hit that notification bell to get updates to our latest podcast. And Jean-Paul, once again, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much. Thank you, Claudia, and uh, shout out my man, Craig Dunkerley for me. So, and remember, be water, my friend, be water. <laughs>